Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nazir Daf Mem Aleph, Nazir 41. And today's daf Yomi, the Gemara is asking the following question. According to Rabbi Eliezer, what is the source for the idea that when a Mitzorah, the person who's a leper, he has to cut off this hair as part of his purification process, what's the source, according to Rabbi Eliezer, that it has to be done specifically with what's called a ta'ar, which we call a razor. So what's the source for this idea? So Gemara says that Yoef, the Rabbi Elazar, is going to learn this out from the fact that it says in the verse, mi rosho, it says from his head. The Tanya, we learn in the Brisa that deals with this verse, it says with respect to the Teglachas, who was, uh, the, with respect to the haircut of a Mitzorah, Vayab Ayoma Shvi'i, Yigalachas Kol Saro, Es Rosho, Ve'esikno, Ve'eskabosino, Ve'eskol Saro, Yigaleach. It will be on the seventh day, he shall cut off all the hair from his head, his hair of his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows, and all his hair he needs to cut off. And the Bryce asks, Rosho Matal why does it mention specifically his head? The verse already said you cut off all his hair. His head is included in the verse, in the words, all of his hair. So what is the word Rosho, his head, coming to teach us? And the Bryce says that it needs to say Rosho to teach us that even that also a Nazir and a Mitzorah, that both a Nazir and a Mitzorah are obligated in the cutting off of the hair. Because it says with respect to the Nazarite during his Naziris, it says with respect to Nazarite that he's not allowed to cut his hair with a tar. With a I might think, I might think also a Nazir who is a Mitzorah who's that he is coming to cut off his hair during the days of his Naziris, I might have thought it's the same law, Cain, that he's prohibited to cut off his hair with a tar, tamaloma, rosho. It says in the words, the words rosho, which is extra, and that's to teach us that even if he's in Nazir, uh, that since he get, becomes a Mitzorah, he's going to cut off his hair, because we're going to say the positive commandment of cutting off the hair of a Mitzorah pushes off the negative commandment of a tar, of a razor not being brought on his head. Meaning to say that the Nazarite, who is a Mitzorah, he cuts off his hair with a razor because that's his requirement. And also the positive commandment that pushes off, this negative commandment, pushes off the positive commandment of tar or yavor al-rosho, and also the positive commandment of Gadel Peras Arosho, that that he has to allow the 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 hair of his head uh, to grow long, and from here we see that the verse is coming to teach us that a Nazir is a Mitzorah will cut off his head that 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 it's specifically with a tar, because if the the cutting off of the head of the Mitzorah was not specifically with the tar, then. Also, uh, Nazir was a Mitzorah will be able to to shave, to shave his head, to cut his hair, and we wouldn't need this specific law because the prohibition of the cutting of the hair of the Nazir is only with a, only specifically with a tar. And so, so the Gemara asked the question. Mimai, how do we know? How do we know that the cutting of the hair of the Mitzorah can only be with a tar? Maybe if you uh, use a different instrument that wasn't a razor, that maybe if you cut it off of like a, a plane of some sort that was not a razor, maybe it's also mitzvah ka'avid. Maybe it's also done the mitzvah. And if you want to say that you want to prove that the cutting of the hair of the Mitzorah is only with a razor because because uh, because if it's not going to be obligated with a razor, tar, why would the verse need to specifically mention the word tar with respect to
with a, with the Nazir Mitzora, and you want to say, well, we're learning out from the words Rosho, because you could, because since you could say that Torah Rosho is Lameimra Dafil Betar, you might have said no. The Torah is teaching us that even with a razor, maybe you could say that the Torah is teaching us even with a razor, because Sakadai Tachamina, you might have thought Hoyo. We might have thought to say that since by a Nazarite, if he would do it with a tar specifically, he would be liable because then he's going to get lashes. I might have thought that also the Nazarites of Mitzor who cut his hair with a razor will be liable for lashes. Therefore, we're saying that the, from the word Rosh is teaching us that even if he cut his hair with a razor, he's not going to be liable. And so therefore, there's no proof that a Mitzor needs to specifically use a razor. So the Gemara challenges this, and then Gemara says, no, the word Rosho is coming to teach us that the Mitzorah has to be specifically with a razor, because because if you want to say that if the Mitzorah cut off his hair with these other instruments, these other tools that are not really razors, he's going to fulfill his obligation. And if that's the case, the extra word Rosho is only coming to teach us that a Nazira is permitted to cut his hair from the razor, because the Torah did not write specifically that he can use a, a, a razor, it's just extra. And therefore, the, uh, and therefore the, reason why, the reason why it's not sufficient with Rosh Hashanah is coming to teach us Kiresh Lakish, like Kiresh Lakish, who says that the, when do we say this concept of a positive commandment pushing off the negative commandment, only in a circumstance where you cannot fulfill both of them. But here in this case, you could fulfill both of them. We would say that maybe the Nazir can't do it because you could fulfill both of them by cutting off the hair with the malakate or the Ritani with these other instruments. So therefore, maybe the word Rosho is coming to teach us that a Mitzorah needs specifically to cut his hair with a razor. So therefore, that proof is not strong.